This is the Better Life, Better Work Show, and I'm your host, Allison Crow. I'm an intuitive life and business coach here to help you create better life and better work. I help super successful people, you know, the recovering overachievers, put the soul back in their lives, and I help soulful people create success. On this show, topics range from the mystic to the logistic, and our content will support your being and your doing while on your path to create better life and better work. More is not better. Better is better. Hey, hey, y'all. What's up? Allison Crow here, your favorite life coach and business coach and soulful CEO of the Better Life, Better Work show. And today... Not for kids. If you got kids in the car, I don't think you need to turn it off if you have kids in the car. You just tell them Aunt Sissy has a foul mouth and we don't talk like her. But today, y'all, this is going to be a fun one. We are talking about club motherfucker. And I am telling you, club motherfucker is a club you want to be in. Um. <laughs> We had a life call, like epic life call. Frankly, you want to join Soulful Success just so you can listen to the replay of yesterday's life call. Um, I thought for a moment about publishing that life call publicly, but there were some really sensitive personal topics that don't need to be added. A lot of times my clients are like, share whatever I talk about. And yesterday, two of my clients went really deep and shared some personal stuff that nobody else in their life knows. So I'm not going to share that with y'all. However, so let me tell you about MFKR first. I have a client named Carolina. I always say it in my Spanish speaking accent, Carolina with Radiant Expansion. And she's so funny. She joined Soli's last October and um, she is just a spicy little tamale of a lady. Uh, Carolina's fun. She sends me these audio messages. I bet, hey, uh, team, 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 if you're watching or listening or as you produce this podcast, let's find one of Carolina's audio testimonials. Every single month before she pays me, she sends me this audio testimonial on Facebook. And she sends me, it's like, hell, I'm going to, I'm going to do her voice for you because it's really, it's just what we do is how she and I communicate. So she's like, Allison, I'm about to send you some money. I just want to let you know, motherfucker, I can't wait to pay you. Ever since I paid you, motherfucker, I make $10,000 a month. And they're the funniest messages. And, you know, I'm really working on my need for recognition to go away. And as I heard on a book I was listening to the, today that needing recognition is one thing, but receiving it is also really nice. And so I love receiving it. And so we just kind of have a playful banter. She's somebody, um, she's an example of a solely, like when she first came in, she sets aside time to come to calls. She sets aside some time to go through some of the archives. Like once a week, she'll go through one of the archives and takes a class and she immediately implements the things that we taught. The biggest thing I taught her was to take a fucking nap. Um, and so she's actually hired her son to make sure she takes her naps and drinks her smoothies. And it's fun. It's She does corporate Reiki. How cool is that? Right? So she's a Reiki master and yoga teacher and life coach, but she does it for corporations. 
And so it's been really fun to watch her. Um, and it came up on the call. She said something on the call. She typed in the chat MFKR. And we, that's what we always type to each other. And you can't just say motherfucker. You got to say motherfucker. And so that's a little history of that phrase. But then we, this is what we ended up talking about yesterday. So really, really what today's call is, is about courage. It's about courage. And one of the things I know from my studies in psychology and human behavior, and I see this even in the positive mindset coaching leadership world, that there is a level of courage that it really requires intentional courage to practice. And that even those of us who strive to be better, who it's just, we just love personal development and growth. We're human. We're both human and spiritual. Spiritual is having a human journey. What slips back in is conditioning, right? What slips back in is conditioning and judgment. And I have been really using this COVID time. This podcast is not about COVID, but this is the time we are in. I've been using this time and my own reactions to think about behavior. Because I found myself behaving like a bitch. (laughs) I found myself pissed and angry and judgy. And I tell you what, I have a friend, I have a friend who she's like, I judge people all the time. I don't have any problem with it. And I don't like when I judge people. So like I'm judging myself for judging people. And it's this cycle. I don't feel good when I judge other people, but I also don't feel good when I don't take a stand. So that has created a little bit of confusion for your favorite life coach and, and business coach. And, and I like to explore my own thoughts because it's what I do makes my life better. And um, so I've been really paying attention to this and listening to some books and um, having lots of conversations, frankly, with myself <laughs> um, and with my own clients. And I had a beautiful client come to the call yesterday and I was sharing about another coaching session I had. So m- a handful of my solely members have upgraded to a high-end mastermind. So they're still in soulful success, but they um, they have upgraded to a high-level mastermind for women who are in achievement phase. So I have five achievement phase clients that all, um, they have employees, they have, um, they're at the achievement phase in their business. And we were on a call the other day and one of them asked me, I had said something about like time is unlimited. And she was like, whoa, wait a minute. What do you mean time is unlimited? And what's interesting about these high achieving women is that a lot of them are really, really busy. They do a lot. And they have, this is part of like the recovering overachiever thing, like for a long time, doing, 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 filling up our calendars, making shit happen has worked until it doesn't work anymore. And it actually is a device that we use, many human beings use the device of doing in exchange for acknowledgement because we are born and raised into a society of reward and punishment. If you do good, you get rewarded. If you do mediocre or bad, you're ignored or punished. <laughs> and so, right, like we grow up giving these 
emotional and physical rewards. And so it creates these machines of I am enough if I do, 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 do. So I had mentioned to my client, I was like, listen, I understand you're busy, but part of it is that you believe that time is limited. What if time is just as infinite as love? She was like, tell me more about that. So we had this amazing conversation. Um, and I said, well, part of it, part of it is a spiritual belief, right? And I have a whole prosperity course. It was one of the first courses, like the second course I ever did was meditation with markers, doodle prosperity. It's not available to the public anymore. It is a bonus for soulful success members. And even though the visuals are outdated and stuff, the content is actually really dang good. And so... In there, I talk about prosperity is not, so y'all track with me today, okay? Get your thinking caps on, get your soul, your soul wisdom on, because we're going to, we're going to go through some stuff. You might want to take notes. And the good thing for those of you who are watching live, this will be published on Sunday so you can listen again. Now, um, thank you. I, if you're watching live, you see that I'm wearing my jacket. This is the solely gold jacket. Um, I put it on for my clients this morning. I sent two solely gold jackets when a soulful success member has been a member, um, for two full years and they start their third year, they become solely gold and they get the jacket. So I have quite a few members that are on their third year of membership with me. Okay, let's go back to time is infinite and prosperity. So prosperity is not just about money. Yes, there's money is prosperity, but time is, is infinite. Opportunities are infinite. Love is infinite. What are some of the other things I teach about? Like um, where we can get scarcity. So you can be in scarcity in time. You can be in scarcity in ideas. You can be in scarcity in um, opportunities, right? And so I noticed in my client's language and in her energy and the way she would express herself that, that she was feeling thirsty, So feeling emotionally and physically thirsty is very different than being hydrated. Today, my energy is hydrated and full. And so I said, I asked her, I was like, when you look at your calendar and she was telling me, she was like, I time block my calendar and I put all these things and I manage my time. Managing your time I just don't even go there. And yeah, let's not talk about managing your time and time blocking. I get it. I was taught it. But here's what I want you to see. What's happening is how many things on your calendar are you saying yes to that you're really a no about in your heart? When we say yes to something we mean no to, That is called an obligation. And an obligation, that word means debt. So you therefore create a time and energetic debt. No wonder you hate your fucking calendar. Right? (laughs) Right? Okay, so listen to that. When you say yes to something that you mean no, because you want to... Be light. This is the other thing. Why do we say yes when we mean no? Because we want to be light. That's called manipulation. 
Hello, givers. I see you. I know. You're like, give, 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 give. Why do you give? Do you give from a full heart or do you give because you want to be liked? You want to be seen as good. You want to be seen as holy. You want to be thought. You want to be recognized as good. That's not giving. That's fucking manipulation. By the way, you spot it. You got it. I've done it in the past. And so about four or five years ago, I was like, ooh, what if my yes were yes and my no were no? I had a friend, a little pause here. Tell I love to tell this story about Mark Silver, uh, Mark Silverman. So Mark Silverman is a colleague and friend of mine. Um, he has a podcast called Mastering Midlife, and he wrote a book called Only Tens. Short, easy read. But he tells this story in the book, and he's told it to me in person. Before his mom passed away, his mom came up from Florida and lived in Washington, where he lived. And she didn't live with him, but she lived near him. And so his book, Only Tens, is like, if it's a 10, you do it. If it's a 9.8, you don't do it. You say no to the seven, eights, and nines. And a lot of you are grown up enough, you're wise enough, you're mature enough, you've been in leadership long enough that you don't say yes to zeros and ones, but you are saying yes to six, seven, eights, and nines. And what happens? So Mark would talk about, um, you only say yes if it's a 10. And Mark, so people ask me, and I'll bring back in Mark's book in a second, people ask me, well, what about, you know, doing the dishes at my house? Doing the dishes at my house isn't a 10. Okay. So Mark would tell the story of when his, um, when his mother was in the final years of her life, she, I can't remember if it is that she wanted him to take her to the store all the time. So he'd get a call and she'd be like, Mark, will you come take me to the store? Mark, I hope I'm telling this right. I know the essence of it is right. And Mark was like, ugh, that is not a 10. So taking his mother to the store was not a 10. But you know what was a 10? What was a 10 was the way he wanted to be and treat his mother in the final years of his life, the son he wanted to be. So in service of the larger 10, he would do a zero task. There's no obligation in that. It's in service of. And so, yes, we do the dishes, which is not fun for most of us. We do the dishes in service of a true 10. I do actually, so, and here's the other thing, as you grow and as you learn to allow help, some of us delegate our not tens in service of our tens. So I, last month, hired an operations manager who does a lot of stuff with my clients and she does a lot of stuff behind the scenes. So uploading videos and putting them on my membership site is not a 10 for me. Having them for my clients and being in the pretty back end of that that membership is absolutely a 10. Getting them done in a timely matter is a 10, but me actually doing it is not a 10. And so um, it's like I either do it in service of or I delegate it out. So here's the question I asked my clients yesterday. And I asked it in a post also, what has to die 
what has to be a clear no and what has to be delegated. So some of the things in your world and your life can be delegated. I had a client yesterday that brought a coaching session, brought to the coaching session. Um, she's a successful coach. She's a past client of mine. She became a client again. I love when retur- clients return after years away. So one of our early conversations, um, she was a stay-at-home mom and she was sitting in a pile of laundry. And she recounted yesterday on the call that um, one of the distinctions that we made way back in 2010 was I actually had her get up on the call and I said, sit in your pile of socks and just feel your pile of laundry. And she was like, I am not my laundry. And I know that sounds weird, but that led to insights that gave her permission to either do or not do her laundry and not judge it and go and build her business as a life coach. And to this day, she's actually a famous doing really well life coach. So now her kids are older, way older. And she um, got hit by the laundry gremlin again. And she posted something about the laundry and had a bunch of a bunch of people responded and she had a bunch of shame about it. Like, why don't I ask my kids to do it? Why don't I do? And, and you guys, most of us are not running around every day with the filter on. Is this a yes or is this a no? We are literally raised to do whatever the right thing is in service of others. And what I, the distinction I want to make today. And what I help my clients this week in about five different ways see is that when you say yes to you, that is called a holy yes. And yes, there are some people in life that they're not going to like it. They're not going to like it. But when you intentionally decide, I am going for the yes in me. So here's what happens. You are not giving any longer out of manipulation. You are not, if you are not afraid to be liked or to be unliked or to be displeasing to others, this is really a people pleasing issue, right? And I, I really struggle with that. And so household chores is like, it's, you know, that's what's so funny is household chores really are nothing, but they're something. Right. And, and household chores. Well, we don't even think about household chores, but take it from household chores to what you're doing in your business, to who you're saying yes to having lunch to, to, to whatever is on your calendar. And so many people have things on their calendar or I need to do this because I, and we're doing it out of obligation. So if you say yes to yourself, if you are actually, I have a phrase, I say, I tell my clients to be self dash centered and they are all capitalized. It is a holy term. And what happens if I am centered in myself? I allow myself to be the center of the world. So here's what's funny. I see a couple of names watching live. Mostly I see Mary and Tiara. Mary, your job is to be the center of your world. Tiara, your job is to be the center of your world. Listener to the podcast, your job is to be the center of your world. And we go, wait, I was always taught, you're not the center of the world. I'm sorry, you guys, you are the center of your world. And when we start giving outside without filling ourselves up, our orbit becomes wonky. And so here's what happens. Track with me. When you center in yourself by choosing holy yeses 
And anything that isn't in a holy yes that you choose to do, like laundry, I love having clean laundry. Having clean laundry is a holy yes to me. Having, I'm so grateful. Do you realize what an opportunity having a washer and dryer is? And, um, having clean clothes is. And so keeping that going is a pain in my ass. My husband does a lot of it. But ha- keeping that going, he asked me today when he left, he said, please keep the laundry going. So for peace with my husband and having clean laundry is a holy yes, I'll do something that is a no. But what happens is we fill up. So I'm going to go away from laundry for a second. So instead of working with clients that are a no, instead of agreeing, you know, every single week, every single week, someone sends me an email that says, I want to feature you. And they're, what they're doing is they're doing some kind of summit. And then they want me to pay to be on their summit. I come from the world where we did summits as gifts for people that we knew. But really what they're wanting me to do is they're wanting me to pay them $150 to mail their shit to my audience. That is not a yes for me. That is a no. If I wanted to be liked, I'd say yes, but I don't care about being liked less and less. And so I don't care about being liked by people that aren't in my inner world. And so when we say no, that means we're saying yes to ourselves. And as we fill up, here's what happens to your giving. Because I know many of you say yes to lots of things because you want to give, you want to serve. Your serving becomes pure. You are not giving for the reciprocation. You are not giving for the getting. You are giving for the recipient. And when you do this, so this goes back to last week's podcast. Remember, last week's podcast was about stop letting your friends use your work and your services, stop giving your services away for free. If you want to give, create a system for pure giving, not out of, because I don't want my friend to leave me. My friends pay me full price. I pay my friends full price. It's really fun. If I want a service from a friend, I pay because it's a yes to me and it's a yes to them. That way there's no manipulation, right? And so um, I think back in episode number two or three, I did a podcast around uh, the number one money sin you're committing, and it's actually about receiving. And so a lot of these ideas um, in their most elemental form came from Amanda Owen, who wrote um, The Power of Receiving. I have this book right here. It's one of my favorites. I have a client that recently just radically changed her whole life. Um, And so the same goes with your time. When you give to yourself and it's aligned, when we're in alignment, we're energized. And when we give out of obligation or an exchange to be liked or not to be rejected, then we constrict. Okay. And so not just giving, here's another thing that I have another client that I'll share. Now, this is a different story, but the same energy. So I had a client show up yesterday. She was so cute. Let me take a sip of water here. Um, She's so cute. She's a longtime client. 
longtime client. She was actually back a real estate client or productivity coach back in the productivity coaching days. And she's been a client of mine for three or four years. Um, and she showed up yesterday to our life call in her closet. And as I was talking about this concept with um, time and energy, she's like, I got something I need to be coached on. So there she is in her closet. And she says, I have 27 pairs of jeans. And most of them, many of them are size four, and I can't get rid of them. And so we talked about it. Like, what what does keeping size four jeans that you no longer fit into have to do with all this? Trust me, everything. So here's what happens. We hold on to something. Here's the deal. Those jeans, I don't know what size she is now. I'm a size 10, 12 right now. Size four jeans are a no. If I, I couldn't even fit one leg in there, that is a no to me. And it creates an energetic debt. But here's what's interesting. Not only does it create an energetic debt, it brings up, she is judging herself for being the size that she is. If she didn't judge herself for being the size that she is, she would throw out or donate the size four jeans. Now, interestingly, as she was talking in the closet, she said, my son is home and she called him a organization Nazi. I had another client on the same call control called herself a control freak. And I said, whoa, 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 whoa. So here's the deal. Let me use her first initial, Jay. Jay, your son is an organizational king and you are not. She's not very organized. She's a queen at other things, but she's not a super organized person. And she was inspired to clean her closet. And I said, but here's the thing. You are not only judging him. Like you think you're, you're, oh, it's like, oh, he's so good. He's an organizational Nazi. By using the term Nazi, you're actually judging it. She was like, oh my God, I am. And I said, you're judging him because really you're judging you for not being a size four and for not having an organized closet. And so I asked her, this is so fun. I said, imagine you are the size you are. Your closet is exactly as it is. And your son is exactly as he is. And it is impossible for you to judge what would be left. And she thought for a minute and she started to cry. She said, there would be peace. And this, my friends, is Club Motherfucker, the courage to stop judging ourselves and everything else around us. And when we stop judging, what's left? Peace and happiness. Now, right? So we, we started saying the courage to be peace. For me this week, on Sunday night, I went to bed and I said, dear God, I never pray to God. I normally just kind of pray to the universe or just pray. And I got very specific with God. I said, dear God, I even said the dear part, dear God, I'm feeling flatlined. Like there's nothing for me to be unhappy about, but I want joy. Where's the joy and fun? 
And God said, darling, circumstances are neutral. COVID is neutral. Socioeconomic status is neutral. Whether people love you or hate you is neutral. It's a really profound fucking statement. Our brains are taught that it's miserable if we're poor or marginalized, but the reality is it just is. It's just a circumstance. And when we buy into the lie that life is horrible or life is hard or COVID has fucked everything up, we're not, we're not taking what we have. We're actually moving towards track with me because this is backwards. We're moving towards not having the courage to enjoy this life we've been given. No matter what it is, we all have hardships. We all have different levels of hardships. I am not denying that. But it is pretty mind-bending to decide I'm going to have the courage no matter what my circumstances are, no matter what my paycheck is, no matter what my body size is, no matter what my socioeconomic status is, no matter what my race is. Do you want to wake up and be angry and pissed off? Or do you want to wake up and create? And so for some of my clients, it was the courage to be peace. Some of my clients, it's the courage to be happy even though. And y'all know I am all about feeling the shadow, but there is no sense to wallow in it. Uh, Honor your disappointment. Don't live in it, motherfuckers. And so this is what motherfucker is about. Motherfucker, because I just think that is the funniest phrase. That's why I use it in a very affirming way. I realize that not everybody wants to be a motherfucker, but we were like, club motherfucker. Club motherfucker is I'm tired of taking stuff so seriously even the serious stuff (laughs) that I forget to have peace and joy in this one life I've been given. You money does not make you joyful. It gives you a few more choices, but you have the right. So here's what's interesting. All week long, I have had joy. My circumstances are no different. I chose still COVID out there. It's still what it is. There's still people suffering. There's still politics I don't agree with. And I haven't had to ignore those things either. Because in the past, my choice was put my head in the sand. Well, that's just not my personality. I don't want to avoid discomfort, things I don't like. I want to learn how to sit with things I like and still feel joy. I don't have to feel joy about them, but I can be joy. And what happens is when I choose yes to my wholly aligned self, then my creativity in service actually serves the injustices that I want to take care of. It serves creating the, the close and the gap of the income. I have a spiritual talk called You Cannot Make Money with a Stick Up Your Ass. And it is, so here's another one I want you to track with me. Misery loves company. There was a time when I was talking with one of my clients on a group call, another learning in our life calls are amazing. Man, our business calls are badass, but our life calls are really deep and powerful. And so my client has a 13-year-old son 
And um, she said, she she realized, she's like, I really judge, I, I'm so critical of myself. So critical of myself. And you guys, I coach, I, I have thousands and thousands, tens of thousands, thirties of thousands of coaching hours. And I have coached all kinds of people, all kinds of leaders, all kinds of money levels. And every single one of them at some point doesn't feel enough or feels the need to limit who they are to be pleasing to other people. I don't care who you are or how much money you have. I am enough. I can't fully be me or the two top issues. So this, this lady says, you know, I said, what is the number one thought that you have in your mind? What is the number one critical thought? And she was like that I'm a terrible mother. And I said, well, okay, are you a terrible mother? And she started thinking and she was like, no, actually I'm a fantastic mother. I'm one, I'm a wonderful mother. And she listed off. She's like, I do this and I do this and I teach my kid this emotional stuff and I do this. And I was like, you're, you should, I'm, she's like, I am an amazing mother. And she said, well, then why do I, why does my mind always tell me that I'm a bad mom? And I said, well, think about it. What is going to happen if you go to your son's next baseball game and sit, you know, all the 13 year old boys go out on the field to play baseball and you sit down and all the mothers come and talk and they say, how are things going? And you're like, oh my God, I'm the most amazing mother. My son is doing really well. Yeah, he has some problems and this and that, but like, I am really doing a good job as a mom. What's going to happen? Because most of us will gather around and choose mediocre or misery. You want to know why we choose mediocre or misery? Because there is no rejection in it. That's why it's the courage to be happy. I realize this has kind of gone into the matrix and a lot of it is like this reverse psychology. But you guys, I love and I study human behavior and I have since I was 16 years old. I did it in college. I have a master's degree in it. I'm so glad I didn't go get a PhD in counseling because it would have not let me be here with you today as a life coach. So yes, I'm a little unfiltered. I never would have fit in the filtered world of PhD land, but I still study human psychology. And it is fascinating how our behavior shows up. I teach a thing to my clients is like, why don't I do the thing that I want to do? And we have option A and we have option B and option A is awesome and it's happy and it's fun and it might require some hard work. And it definitely requires that you stop judging yourself and others. And option B is comfortable and a little mediocre. It's not bad, but it's a little mediocre. Not that we're obligated to be great. That's the other thing too. I told my client with the jeans, I was like, what if you didn't judge your size ever? Ever. If you don't judge it, guess what's left? Space for intuitive creation. You can create health without judgment. You can create wealth without judgment. You can create growth without criticism. But we've got to learn to do that. And it requires courage. So that's what I wanted to share with you. What is your energetic yeses? 
say no to the things that are not energetic no's. One of my clients, our testimony yesterday was, I love working with you. I no longer manifest shit. I will take those testimonials all day long. Um, I love and appreciate you. I want to use this time to invite you to become a member of Soulful Success. I had two people sign up today. Um, our group is amazing, strong, high-achieving, growth and achievement level women that are in a monthly coaching membership. It's kind of like having a general practitioner physician. I'm not a physician, but having a general practitioner, we have business calls on Monday. We have life calls on Thursday. There's an amazing community. Uh, As I have grown and built a team, I am watching my clients grow and build their team. So I have a longtime client in there that she is a VA and she's always been the team member. And I am watching my VA, my, my client who's a VA, build her own team. And so she has hired another one of my clients who is a marketing person. And so I love watching there be this. um, I love people cross pollinating with their businesses. I love that. It's so fun. Like when my clients come and ask me a question, of course, I I will share my knowledge and my wisdom. But a lot of times I wait because there are 56 people in there that have knowledge and wisdom. So it is a loving, supportive, and there's great ideas and implementation. Um, One of the things I'm also offering to only my coaching members is an upgrade. So the the coaching program, the membership is 222. And it doesn't really include, you can buy a one-off session um, for a a special solely price, but um, there's no one-on-one coaching in it. I mean, when you get coached one-on-one, you're being witnessed by the group. Um, That's a whole nother topic and how to learn that way. But one of the things I'm offering is what's called a solely pod upgrade. So some people are not ready to invest $15,000, $20,000 in the mastermind. (laughs) Going from $222 to investing $15,000 is quite a big jump. And so one of the things they can do in the next seven months is um, upgrade to a pod where they will have a small group of four four to five people And they will have one extra laser-focused mastermind call with me in their pod so that it's a little bit more accountability, a little bit more connection. And I get to know a little bit more of their businesses. So if you're interested in that, go to coachwithallison.com, coachwithallison.com. I lead from within the circle, uh, not from the stage. I appreciate you guys. Who do you know? So let me ask for help. I'll ask for help. Who do you know that might love this podcast or this video? Who do you know that might love to be a member of Soulful Success and invite them? Um, One of my intentions is, and I have spent the last three years building this program. I am in love with it. And for the next season, I always, my priority is say yes to me, love and care for me, love and care for my clients, love and care for my team. And now I'm adding expand my audience. My intention is to expand my audience in a way that is a holy yes. So if you know anybody, I love referrals because when I have referrals from great people, they're more aligned. Um, Don't work with assholes. So if you're an asshole, don't even think about it. All right. I love you guys. I will see you next week for episode 98. Share this podcast, share this video. Let me know what you got. Let me know what your insights were and let me know what you're going to implement. Join Club Motherfucker and have the courage to be peace and happiness. 
As always, thanks for listening. Totally appreciate you thinking about somebody who might really love this episode and you sharing it with them. Also, I always appreciate your reviews. It's like podcast currency. It's like a tip in the jar saying thanks. And finally, if you want to share on social media, a screenshot or any insights you get from listening to this episode, I will totally respond. You can share with the hashtag Better Life, Better Work show. This show is sponsored by my three rescued dogs, Leroy Brown, Clementine, and Rocky Potato. They're here to remind you to consider adoption when you get your next pet. More is not better. Better is better.